being here with us at Rose Quartz Mediumship Podcast, where we just love talking about anything and everything metaphysically based. I want to continue on the topic of surrender that we have been discussing the past two episodes. And this particular situation I want to talk about is a little bit different, but still along that lines of surrendering. I think that surrendering is a really important part of the human experience. And it's certainly for me anyways, I can only speak for myself. Um, For me, it made my human experience so much more peaceful and happy. And that's the same that I've seen with clients whom I work with. So a couple of years ago, something floated through my reality and it wasn't something that I was seeking. It just became very present. One of my spirit guides had asked me to do something and it, it wasn't something that was on my radar. And I have a really deep connection to spirit. And so when I'm in meditation and I get a message to do something that's not on my radar, I am going to be very present with that. And I'm not somebody who wants to go chasing a bunch of stuff. I believe that what is meant for me will come to me. It has certainly taken me some time to get here. I used to chase everything and and anything, I, I guess I would say. Um, but at this point in my life, and at and at that point a couple years ago, I was in a different state of surrender there. And so I just said, of course, if this is meant for me, it will come into my human experience. You know, this this opportunity that spirit was talking to me about in meditation. And sure enough, a couple of days later, a client asked me if I'd ever gone to this particular type of healing. And I I just smiled and thought, I see you universe. And I just surrendered. And I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And this client ultimately would go on to be um, a very good friend of mine. I'd worked with her for a while before this. Um, and at this point in time, we've just transitioned into to really good friends. So I started down this particular path of healing. And at first, I loved it. I, I was loving the training. I was loving what I was seeing for results with other people who were in the training. Because again, I was there as a participant, not as a facilitator of anything. And, and then I started to get resistance, which I thought was so interesting because I'd been asked in meditation to do this. And so it felt a little bit confusing to me. And if I'm being honest, I had already started to get emotionally attached to this form of healing. And the mentor who I was training underneath just threw up a lot of red flags for me. But I wasn't sure how to find another mentor that specialized in this particular form of healing. And 
The volume of resistance that just kept showing up was impressive. And I did the human thing, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 100% transparent. I did the thing that I teach people not to do. Um, I got emotionally attached to this idea. And instead of being present with the resistance that came up, I desperately wanted to control the situation and make it work. And so I did that. I did that. I I tried to kind of force the situation. I switched mentors within the organization thinking, okay, it's just this particular mentor, but the organization itself will work for me. Well, it didn't (laughs) because that's that's how these things work. And in hindsight, I can look back and say, it was a really beautiful opportunity for me to step back. But I I became emotionally attached to the idea of, of bringing this modality into my practice because I was seeing the results. So I continued walking upstream, <laughs> pretending as if the river was not trying to push me downstream. And then one day I just paused and I was actually driving to Raleigh, North Carolina for a spirit, no, body, mind, spirit expo. And I was in the passenger seat and we were driving along and I closed my eyes and I got really honest with myself. And I asked myself, can you continue to deny this volume of resistance? And my answer was no, obviously. I can't. I cannot pretend that the universe is not showing me that this is not my way. And so I took a deep breath, and I can remember it vividly. There was early morning sunlight shining in the passenger window of the car and my eyes were closed and I can remember the sting in the tip of my nose that I get when I'm fighting back tears and it let me know just how emotionally attached to this concept I was and I took a really deep breath in and a very long, slow exhale, and I let it go. I let it go. I released the attachment that I had to the outcome of the situation. And then I sat in silence and I said to the universe, if I am meant to continue down this path, I want you to show me how, because it, it's not going to continue to be up this particular avenue that I've been walking where there's so much resistance. So please open another door. If I am meant to do this, please open the door that I'm meant to walk through and please make that sign 
so obvious that I can't possibly deny it. I'm not looking for a subtle sign. I want a blatant, red, blinking billboard sign. And about 24 hours later, I was in the expo as a reader at Body, Mind, Spirit in Raleigh, North Carolina. Read there a couple different times. Really, really love that expo if you've not been. Uh, They do a phenomenal job with it. Body, Mind, Spirit in Raleigh, North Carolina. It is exceptionally well laid out and run. And I've been a reader there a couple of times. I've been a speaker. Uh, It's a really, really fun expo. So we drove down. I'd set that intention. I'd had that conversation with the universe. And it was about 24 hours later, possibly a little bit more, maybe 25 or 26. But you get the point. And between readers, um, sorry, between clients, when I was a reader, if somebody's energy, I was having a hard time clearing it off of me before I read for the next person, I would go use the restroom. Sometimes I needed to actually use the restroom, but frequently I just needed to reset my energy. And the three minutes that it took me to walk to the restroom, attempt to use it, wash my hands, and this is the key part, right? If I couldn't get energy off of me between clients, because this is a very stimulating environment to be reading in, if somebody's energy felt too much or I just needed to bring my energy back inside of myself and center and ground for a moment, as I would wash my hands, I would picture anybody's energy that was not mine washing off of my hands and down the drain away from me to be transmuted and grounded by the beautiful Mother Earth that we have. And then I would go back to the table. And I had gone to use the restroom for that exact reason. And when I got back, my partner said, there are some people here who I think you should meet. And I said, oh, tell me about it. And he said, they're, they're that way and they're wearing red shirts. And told me what the shirts said. And it was promoting the form of healing that I had been in training for for a couple years and really struggling with that particular organization and the way that it was run and um, and just it wasn't the right fit for me you know those those were not going to be my mentors and so I found these two beautiful humans that my partner was speaking of, who my partner was speaking of. And I waited because they were having a conversation. I waited for a bit of time. They thought that I was waiting to speak to the vendor whom they were speaking to, but I was actually just waiting to speak to them. And 
when they were done their conversation, they said, oh, we'll get out of your way. And I said, oh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually looking to speak to you. And we went on to have a really beautiful conversation. And they were wearing bright red shirts with a message written across the front that was literally a blinking billboard sign, like I had asked. They were wearing shirts that advertised the exact form of healing that I had been seeking after being asked to by spirit. And it was an interesting exercise for me because the recognition of the resistance and the pause and the release of the emotional attachment to the outcome allowed for the space for me to have these individuals come into my life. And he is now my mentor and has been for a bit. And I have no words to properly express the depth of gratitude that I have for the type of mentor who he is to me. He teaches me on a level that I've never been taught before. And I've worked with quite a few different mentors. And I recognize that each of those mentors was simply helping me understand myself better and helping me be prepared to meet this mentor. Because this mentor has a depth of knowledge that I honestly wouldn't have been ready for before. And it required those other mentors that weren't the right fit but certainly got me prepared to be where I am right now so that I could accept him as a mentor and be able to really absorb the pure magic that this man embodies and I will forever be grateful for that moment in meditation where I received the original message, for the discomfort that I experienced trying to swim upstream, and for the moment in the car where I got really real with myself and the universe, and then asked, if I'm meant to do this, and I'm not attached to doing it or not doing it, if I'm meant to, show me. Make that path so clear for me. And there is no doubt in my being that I'm meant to do this particular form of healing. And also, I trusted the universe 
which is what allowed me to end up in this spot that I have no doubt that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. The universe wholeheartedly supported me. But I had to release the control. I had to release the emotional attachment and be okay with whatever outcome. And when I really got there, the universe delivered me the most beautiful connection of a mentor that I could ever ask for. And it was such a really stunning lesson for me about surrendering, about trusting the universe and knowing that the universe has my back. Is it always going to be comfortable? No. No, it's not. But I wouldn't expect it to be. That's not what the human experience is about. And I'm not going to get caught in particular forms of suffering. I'm just going to experience that suffering and move through it. And it's the moving through it that allows me to come into a state of balance, a state of joy, a state of alignment that is just so yummy, just so yummy. And it is one of the best things that I ever learned to do for myself. So I hope that that story in some capacity finds your heart and that there's a piece there for you that is beneficial in some sense. I hope that you have a sparkly, magical, beautiful day. And I so appreciate you being here with us at Rose Quartz Medium Show.